We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Welcome to the broadcast. We're talking about the world that was. Now, we're finishing up the series today. In fact, we're reviewing some things and bringing closer together the concentrated teaching that we've done over the last two weeks, bringing it together in a little closer concentration so you can get it. Now, I want us to go to Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. And I want us to look again at what Ezekiel said concerning the garden of God and the devil, or Lucifer actually wasn't the devil at that time, but he was the son of the morning. In verse 12, it says, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Now, see, here's where you have to look at this in the light of dual meaning. In other words, the law of double reference. God is speaking specifically. He's speaking to a king, but yet it will not fit a king altogether. So he's talking about the king on earth that is the earthly man that's carrying out the rule of the prince above the earth, which is Lucifer or Satan. So actually this is a message to Satan or what was Lucifer the son of the morning. Now listen to it very closely and you realize it cannot be, it cannot be just for an earthly man. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, the gold, the workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Now listen to what he says here. This could not be a man, a physical man on the earth. This was Lucifer that he's referring to here. He said he was in Eden, the garden of God. Now, see, we've missed it because we said, well, yeah, I can understand that. Satan was in the garden of Eden. Oh, no, no. The garden of Eden and the garden of God are two different gardens. In this garden, where this being was, he was covered with diamonds, beryl, and onyx, and all of these precious stones. He was beautiful. And you realize that when Satan was in the Garden of Eden, he was not beautiful. He was a snake. <laughs> a snake in the grass, so to speak. But you realize this is talking about a different garden. It's the world that was. That's the world we're talking about. The world that was. So you realize this is a different deal here. It's not the same. Verse 15 says, Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created until iniquity was found in thee. So this is God referring to the son of the morning, or Lucifer. Then let's go right quickly back over to Second Peter, which I would call the foundation scripture for this teaching because it gives more understanding of it. And look in chapter 2. In verse 4, it says, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world. Now notice, he said he spared not the old world. Well, this world that we live in is spared, isn't it? Well, he's not talking about this world. He's talking about the world that was, the world in Genesis 1-1 that was flooded in Genesis 1-2 and was destroyed. Now, here he says he spared not the old world, 
But it says he saved Noah. So he's showing you the difference between the old world that was destroyed and the world that Noah lived in. The world that Noah lived in is the same world that we live in. It was not destroyed completely. There was eight people saved, and it calls it the world of the ungodly. Now, go with me on over into the third chapter. Peter says that people would say in the last days, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the Father fell asleep, all things continue as they were since the beginning of creation. <laughs> now that's what a lot of us have said. Well, the earth's just like it was since God created it, but it's not. The world that then was perished. For this they are willingly ignorant of. For by the word of God the heavens were of old. Notice, the heavens were of old. And the earth standing out of the water and in the water. Now in Genesis 1.1, the earth is out of the water. It's created. It's dry land. In Genesis 1.2, it's in the water. It's covered. It's flooded. Destruction came upon it. Whereby, now listen to this, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Now the word perished here means to become desolate, destroyed. Actually, it was completely annihilated. It perished. Now, this is not speaking of the world that we live in today because it brings a difference just a little further on. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that a day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Now, you realize he's talking about with God, time is different than it is with us. Time is different. Now, somebody said, well, now this scripture says that a day in Genesis 1 was a thousand years, and it took God 6,000 years to create the earth. No, 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 that's not what it's saying at all. That'd be proven wrong immediately in the scriptures because the third day, vegetation was created. The grass and the herbs and the trees were created. Then it was the fourth day before the light was allowed to shine upon it. Now, you know, if you figure up right quick, you can figure out that vegetation, trees, and grass is not going to live a thousand years without some light. So no, he's not talking about the days of creation was a thousand years. He's just saying that a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. Personally, I believe that he's referring to a type of the six days of Genesis as being the six thousand years before the millennium comes. And then the day of rest to be the millennium. But, of course, we don't know the calendar of that, so it's hard to figure that out, and we don't know for sure. That's just what I believe. Now, let's notice again. I want to read this because this is vital to you. Whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Now, if the world that then was is the same world that now is, why did he say the world that then was instead of the world that now is? <laughs> now, it's almost a tongue twister, but you know you have to say some things like that sometimes before you can get the whole point. He's telling you there was a world that was totally, completely annihilated by the flood of Genesis 1-2. We call it Lucifer's flood. Now, you know, we call Noah's flood Noah's flood, the flood that was created. 
in the time of Noah. But this was the flood that destroyed the nations and the world that Lucifer was ruling over. So he says, whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water perished, but the heavens and the earth, notice, the heavens and the earth that now is, by the same word, what word? The word that spoke it into existence. You know, the Bible says that God created the earth with words. In fact, it says the worlds were created by the word of God. That's the way God did it. He spoke it into existence with his faith. He released his faith in words. He said, let there be light, and it caused light to come to the earth. The light was already there, but he said, let it be, and I let it shine upon the earth, and it did. Now, the world that then was overflowed with water perished. The whole social order, the whole social system of that day perished. And none of the earth that we have today is the earth that then was. Now, there's people that have argued, oh, that's just talking about Noah's flood. But you see, it's not talking about Noah's flood. It's very evident that it's not. We've pointed out some of the things, the difference in Noah's flood and the flood of Genesis 1-2. But this is reserved under fire against the day of judgment. He goes on and says, For the Lord's not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And I'll tell you, that's good news. The reason that things are the way they are today and God has not destroyed this earth is because that God is long-suffering, not willing that any of you should perish. And I'll tell you, it's time that you begin to get a hold of that. Some of you need to make things right with God because God's giving you some borrowed time, so to speak. That's the only reason God hadn't destroyed this world now is because it's reserved in store for the day of judgment and because of the intercession of people that believe God to get some more people born into the kingdom. And I'll tell you, the world that then was perished, but the world that now is is reserved under fire against the day of judgment. Two different worlds. The world that then was, Lucifer lived in it, ruled in it, but thank God Lucifer don't rule on this earth. Now, some people may say, well, he ruled around my house. Well, he doesn't rule around my house. The Bible said, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. He is not a ruler today. He is an illegal alien to the planet Earth, and you have authority over him, and you need to know that. And besides that, you need to exercise it. Because the world that then was was overflowed with water, perished. That world's done away with. He has no rule on this earth today. He's put us here to rule and to reign by one Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. If we receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, we should reign, the Bible says, as a king in life by one Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you, I know that God's word will make us rule and reign. Take hold of the word of God and become a ruler on this earth. Rule the circumstances. Don't let circumstances rule you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for CD offer number 7225. It's called The World That Was. This is an eyebrow-raising series, and I know I can't do justice to it in the few minutes I have to tell you about it. It's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, when we talk about the world that was, we're talking about uh, not the world that overflowed with water in Noah's day. We're talking about the world that was in the beginning that angels ruled over, Lucifer ruled over, and in Isaiah 14 gives us some insight. 
verse 12 said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? He weakened nations. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will set upon the mountain of the congregation the sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. And it goes on to tell that they will look upon him. It says, Is this the man that made the earth tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of the prisoners? Now, when did it destroy the world and all of the things thereof in the world? I believe it was Jeremiah 4 said there was no man. He looked and I saw there was no man upon the earth. Well, there's never been a time since the Genesis account of God creating or recreating, let's say it that way, the earth and put man on it as charge of it. As you study the scripture, you'll find out that Lucifer was an archangel ruled over the earth. Angels ruled the earth, that world that was, but the world that now is is not ruled by angels. I'll tell you, this is an eyebrow-raising series. You need it. I can't do justice to it, but it will be a blessing to you. That's offer number 7225, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free auto line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.